0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Joey Votto turned back the clock in 2021, but will it catch up to him next season? We take a look back and a look forward when it comes to Joseph Daniel Votto for today's Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me. Let's get started. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Reds your hashtag first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking about Joey Votto. Joey Votto had an amazing 2021 that really defied a lot of people's expectations, I. Remember having a bold prediction about him, which we'll get into that, but he surpassed even that. We'll talk about can he replicate that next season, and we'll look back on his best performance of the year. That's all on today's podcast. That, thank you, for if you are a subscriber, whether you are on the audio platforms on iTunes and Spotify or Podbean or Good Pod, something like that, and uh, thank you for listening or right here, on YouTube. Thank you for subscribing. That way you don't miss anything that I've got for you during this off season. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, super fan and addict of all things Cincinnati Reds, turning that addiction into information for you. And I love Joey Votto. I've said that before. If you are a returning listener to the podcast, you know how much I love Joseph Daniel Votto in a Cincinnati Reds uniform. Number 19, employee 19, as some like to call him, was awesome. This past season. And it's a very evident thing to think of when it comes to Joey Votto, but you can't doubt this guy. When you're asking the question, what's he going to be like in 2022? Can he be as good as he was this past season? I'm done doubting him. In 2018, you saw a downtick, but he was still pretty good. And then 2019 and 2020 were like, oh boy, father time is doing some damage here. But then he flipped the switch. It, 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 was, it was just like he decided all of a sudden, I'm going to hit for power. And he did. It was phenomenal. And and it is well documented, the, the change in his batting stance. But did you really think? Because, to be honest with you, I made the bold prediction before last season that he would have an OPS plus of 130 or greater, and he did that. Bold predictions are supposed to be things that, oh boy, if everything goes right, this is what's going to happen. Well, everything went right for him this past year, even down to the fact that he still missed time, but when he came back, he came back and hit the ground running and hit so well. I I ask you this question, is there reason to doubt? I mean, did you think that he was going to be this good in the first place? So why on earth would you ask the question, is he going to be just as good next year if you don't already know the answer to it? I think we all do. The answer to the question is never doubt Joseph Daniel vado dude with the upright batting stance after this past season, killed the ball. And we're talking about consistently for pretty much the whole year. If you look at his monthly splits, the only month that was bad was the month of May, and that's because he got plunked on the hand by a fastball and he had to miss a month. So we only played like four games in the month of May. For all the other months that he was healthy, it was amazing. And the highest home run totals that he had weren't until later on in the season anyway. You know, the month of July, he had that insane stretch setting the team record for most homers in consecutive games. He also had 11 home runs total in that month, but he still did pretty well in August and September as well. In fact, uh, spoiler alert, when we talk about his best game of the season coming up in just a few minutes, that happened in August. That's not something you talk about when you look at a 37-year-old ball player. You're talking about a guy that we expected, okay, sure, he wants to hit for power, so he might hit 25, 28 home runs, maybe bat, I don't know, 230, 240 if he's lucky, something like that, but no. And, And I remember him talking about the fact that he was so focused on not striking out. He was so focused on getting on base mostly via walk or if he could slap a single somewhere during the years of 2019 and 2020. And the fact that changing that whole mindset, sure, it took a little bit. And the month of April was probably his worst year this past season, but it was still okay. But it it took him a minute to kind of get it programmed, if you will. It's almost like Joey's kind of like this death machine when it comes to baseball course, but he's like a robot that he, he got programmed and now all of a sudden here he is. He's ready to go. And I, I, I loved watching him this last year. So the question is, is it sustainable? One of the things that I look at and one of the things that a lot of people look at when they're talking about an individual player is baseball savant, talking about his his peripherals, his stat cast numbers, exit velocity, launch angle, all that other stuff. Joey Votto looks good in pretty much every category except for like, you know, strikeouts and whiff rate. He was bad in those, which is ironic, but that that was him, what he was saying. You know, he was worried about not striking out for the last couple of years, and he stopped worrying about that this season. It shows his strikeout numbers weren't great, but in we're talking about top six in average exit velocity, top 6% of Major League Baseball. 37 year old Joey Votto was in the top 6% of average exit velocity. He was in the top 4% in hard hit rate. He was in the top 2%, 98th percentile in expected slugging percentage. Could you have thought that would happen after the 2020 season? Joey Votto. I mean, we were talking about how he was almost a liability in 2020. He was just not hitting. And and when he did hit, it was just these dribblers. It was a little single here or there. Now he's a thirty-six home run guy. That's phenomenal, and that just speaks to the talent and the amazingness of Joseph Daniel Votto. So I'm not doubting him. I believe that this is sustainable. It's just probably maybe next year might be the end of it. I don't. I I, I don't know. It's again not doubting him. I think he's going to be just fine this next year. In fact. FanGraphs sort of agrees with me. The Steamer projection model has him taking a step back. We'll talk about that here in just a minute uh, as we we look at Joseph Daniel Votto for the day. But first, let me tell you about the protein bar that is disguised as a candy bar is Built Bar. Built Bar is amazing this time of year. A great snack to enjoy as you're out doing your shopping. Maybe you've hit all the malls you're dropping. You shop to your drop. How about you get yourself picked up with a Built Bar? Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It is amazingly delicious, but it still packs a punch when you're talking about low in calories, low in net carbs, low in sugar, low in fat, and high in protein. It combines deliciousness with healthiness. And who doesn't love that? When you're talking about the amazing flavors that they've got, you've got things like cherry Barcia, the staples like coconut, but you're also talking about the built puffs that are marshmallowy amazingness. When you take a bite out of that, it's a beautiful marshmallow that is so sweet and delicious, but it's healthy for you too. Go to built.com today and use the promo code LOCK15 to get yourself some built bar. If you have not already checked this out, I don't know what you're waiting for. I'm telling you about something that is a beautiful stocking stuffer. If you're going to get some gifts for some friends, they're going to be like, whoa, this built bar stuff is pretty good. Check them out today at built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order. Built bar is the absolute best combination of taste and health, and it comes in a pretty much a candy bar form, but it's better than a candy bar. It's Built Bar. Go there today, built.com, and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order. And you know what? It's never too early to start thinking about Fantasy Baseball Reds fans, and I want to introduce you to the best fantasy baseball platform in the industry. Fantrax. Fantrax is the most customizable fantasy baseball platform around. It offers the best experience, whether you're running a redraft, dynasty, keeper, or a best ball league. Even if you already have a league on another site, you can import those settings to Fantrax and then combine their multiple levels of customization to transform your league to the level you've always dreamed of. Among the most trusted names in fantasy sports since 2008, Fantrax invites you to sign up today for free. If you do, you'll be entered for a chance to win an official signed Fernando Tatis Junior Baseball. Simply go to slash locked on and enter the promo code Tatis when you sign up to be eligible to win. Don't wait, get your fantasy league to the level of competition you. Always wanted at fantracks.com/slash locked on and use that promo code TATIS. FANTRAX, the home of fantasy sports. Play ball. Thanks for making Locked On Reds your hashtag first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Tomorrow I got my friend Steven Offenbaker, best friend of the podcast, coming on to talk with me about the biggest question surrounding Jesse Winker. And We'll look at the Reds Mount Rushmore and what that would look like. That's coming up tomorrow. Let's continue today's talk about Joey Votto, though. Joey Votto has some projections up on Fangraphs, uh, the steamer model, which, uh, if you listen yesterday, it was talking about Luis Castillo. Like I said, then it is a computer model that looks at the players' past performances and age effects and all that different stuff, and gives a projection for next year. It's actually regarded as one of the most reliable and accurate projection models in the industry. And they say Joey Votto's going to take a step back next year. He's still a 30-homer guy. He's just not really approaching the 40-homer plateau that he was... it, It seemed... A minute anyway, he might actually do this past year. But when you're talking about Joey Votto in 2022, Steamer is saying 31 homers. That's pretty good. They're saying about a 240 average. That's fine. Saying 149 games played. That's pretty amazing. Now, health isn't necessarily the easiest thing to project. So it's not as if, you know, it's, it's going to be easy to say, yeah, he's going to play 149 games. Remember the reason that he missed a month this past year is because he got hit by a pitch. It's not as if he had some sort of, you know, hammy problem pulling up around third base, or if he was stretching out for a ball and messed up an oblique, it was literally getting hit by a pitch. So health is very hard to predict, but If you're saying that Joey Votto is going to play 149 games in 2022, I'm taking that. I am taking that to the bank. But this is interesting. The projection says, and and, and Fangraphs uses weighted runs created plus instead of OPS plus, they're pretty close, a little bit different in uh, formula and, and the math is a little bit over my head, but I know that they're slightly different. However, they're saying a 115 weighted runs created plus, which would be pretty close to... Um, you know, about 115 OPS plus. So overall, the value is probably going to take a step back despite him playing more games, according to his projections. I, I, I still think I would take that, though, especially when we're talking about, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I understand that the performance he put together this past season almost makes it seem like that would be a disappointing year, 31 home runs and a OPS plus around 115. That almost seems disappointing, but you're also talking about a guy who in 2019 and 2020, for lack of a better term, we were completely, not almost, not completely, but we were almost completely writing him off. We, we had said that he had passed the torch to Eugenio Suarez as the face of the team. We had said that Maybe they should consider a platoon situation where he only bats against right-handed pitchers. We were not talking about Joey Votto as the man. So, to look at the numbers that they are giving him, 31 home runs, he still slots as a middle-of-the-order hitter. three, four, five, somewhere in there. He was absolutely worth that this past year. I mean, he was perfectly placed there in the middle of the Reds' lineup. And it's funny because it just seemed like he was a good compliment to Nick Castellanos there in the middle, but I still think I would take the one fifteen weighted runs created plus at this point. His age thirty eight year, I think you could get there. I, I I'm taking that. And when I look at 2022 for Joey Votto, I I think if you're going to give me 149 games, 31 home runs sounds good. I think he's going to be productive in other areas though because he's going to continue this idea of power over you know, accuracy and being right about the strike zone and things like that. Though, if you look at the numbers on him on Baseball Savant, it's still said that he did not chase that much. He was in the higher percentile rankings uh, for not chasing bad pitches so much. So, yeah, he was swinging and missing. He was striking out more than his normal for his career. However, he was still not swinging at bad pitches. There's there's always a give and take when you're talking about a guy who knows the strike zone as well as Joey Votto does. Coming up, we'll look back. We looked forward. We're looking back again at his best performance, single-game performance, his best single-game performance of 2021. I know we're not going to be talking about the home run streak. It's going to be one game, but I bet you'll like it. Speaking of Benny. I know a good website you can go to to get yourself some cash on your sports knowledge. It's betonline.ag. You can set up your profile today with the promo code locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Head on over there today and find great point spread lines, money lines, over-under lines, and great prop bets as well when you're talking about the NBA. NCAA basketball, you've got college football going into the bowl season here pretty soon. Great time to make some cash at betonline.ag is bowl season, and the NFL is heading into the playoff stretch run. Plus, you've got the NHL, UFC, boxing, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head on over to betonline.ag today and get in on the game by signing up with the promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag is where the game starts. All right, so we've looked back. We've talked about what 2021 looked like. We talked about can he sustain that in 2022, looked at his projections. Now, going to talk to you about Joey Votto's best game, of this past season. And and earlier I also mentioned that tomorrow Steven Offenbaker is joining us. Later on this week, Lance McAllister from 700 WLW will join the show as well. As we'll kind of look at what this Reds team might look like, because the Fangrass projections actually came out position wise for the Reds. And uh so far they don't look that bad. In fact, you should go check him out at Fangrass, Dan Semborski, who's been on the show in the past. Um makes these projections and and shows like the wins above replacement value for each position for the reds. And based on the roster right now, he's not, he's not factoring in any sort of additions. He's also not factoring any, any sort of subtractions, but as the roster is right now, they're pretty close to a playoff team. just same. We'll talk about that later on this week with Lance, Uh, but let's look back on the best game of Joey Votto's 2020 because When you're talking about a guy who's 37 years old, you're probably thinking, yeah, early on in the season, he was fantastic, but he slowed down a little bit there at the end. Not the case. In fact, the best game for Joey Votto happened in August, August 11th in Atlanta. You might remember this one. This was kind of a crazy game where Atlanta really controlled the game for most of the time until Joey Votto hit a two-run home run in the ninth inning to tie it and send it to extras. In fact, that was one of two home runs for Joey that night. That was a four-hit night, his only four-hit game of the season, but one of five multi-homer games last year. And regale your friends with that at the bar. That's your uh, your next uh, piece of trivia to help you win a bet. Joey Votto had five multi-home run games this past year. But one of them was here in Atlanta. And to be honest with you, the Reds still lost this game in extras because Lucas Sims was just coming off the IL. And in his second appearance, he gave up a two-run walk-off homer to Ozzy Albies. But overall, it wasn't Joey's fault because Joey was amazing. And that night, uh, with that two-run homer in the ninth, that was his second homer of the game. And in both cases, whenever Joey hit those two home runs, if you remember this game, Nick Castellanos was batting right in front of him in the order, as he did for much of the year, and he got hit by a pitch both times. So it was like, he got hit by a pitch, Joey homer. He got hit by a pitch, Joey homer. So from now on, whenever a Castellanos gets hit by a pitch, a Joey gets his dinger. Yeah. All right. Whatever. We will not use that again. But yeah, i that's the point here is that there's some craziness that always happens in baseball and Joey actually got a walk that night as well. So it's kind of funny to just add that on. He had six plate appearances and ended up getting on base five different times. That was a phenomenal night. Now, some of you who love to hate on Joey Votto are probably thinking, well, Jeff, his final at bat of the night came in the 11th inning and he struck out. Okay, whatever. I can't help you if that's what you're focused on because this was an amazing game for him. He had a lot of good games, in fact, talking about multi-double games, multi-homer games. Joey Votto, at no point last year did I ever think, boy, Joey could be better. Joey might be a liability in this lineup. He was phenomenal, and this game was the perfect example of that. Looking back on what Joey had to bring to the table in 2021, this game was obviously a extreme example of it. But he is the kind of guy that the Reds can still count on in the lineup this next year. And hoping for a bounce back from Eugenio Suarez and and hoping for continued success from Jonathan India, you could see a pretty strong infield depending on what they do at shortstop with Kyle Farmer and Jose Barrero, which is. Going to be a topic we talk about all offseason. Reds' Twitter was much ablaze with the uh, argument between Farmer or Barrero at shortstop. I don't know why. Uh, My take is Barrero. Whatever. But when I look at this lineup, the infield could be pretty strong. So long as Jesse Winker's pretty healthy, that's good. You got two question marks in center field and right field. Although, against right handed pitchers, you're going to have Naquin in there somewhere. And Naquin proved pretty good against right-handed pitchers. So, overall, Joey is going to be probably the headliner of a lineup that's still going to be pretty effective. Well, it's between him and Jonathan Indy as to who the headliner is. Probably Indy at this point. But, overall, I think, and the biggest question of today, can Joey Votto continue his success in 2022? Number one, I think you have to kind of define that success. It's not necessarily saying, yeah, he's going to hit 40 home runs. I think that if you look at it like this, he hits 30 home runs. He has a slugging percentage around 500. Doesn't have to be over, but maybe close to it. And talking about a guy who probably hits 240, 250, that's what you're going to get from Joey Votto this coming year. And I'm taking that to the bank. I think that's going to happen. All right. Like I said, tomorrow, we are going to have Stephen Offenbaker on the podcast to talk about the biggest burning question surrounding Jesse Winker this next coming season, and we're going to do some Mount Rushmore talk as well. But that'll do it for us today. Thank you for making Locked on Reds your hashtag first listen. Now, go make Locked on Bets your second listen as your boy Q and Lee Sterling help you make some cash over at betonline.ag. That's Locked on Bets, just like Locked on Reds, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it might be the off season and baseball might be locked out, but we're locked on reds every single day.